Coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin by way of Stone Mountain, Georgia, birthed by the great state of South Carolina, is the Bryant Land Country Podcast, your place for any and everything in hunting, fishing, sports, and outdoor related with heavy doses of randomness, guests, and an all-around good time. Here's your host, proud Gamecock, South Carolina Forever, AB3. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Bryant Land Country Podcast. I am your host, AB3, and I am back on the road. Now, if the audio is not up to the quality that you're used to hearing from the Bryant Land Country Podcast, I do apologize in advance. But like I said, I'm back on the road. I'm back recording in hotel rooms, uh, you know, Not quite the sound that uh, I like, but I got to get this podcast done and I got to get to work, you know, and get back out here and earn a living. So I've been off for a few weeks. Um, I got back on the road this past weekend, did some FS1 baseball. That's uh, Fox Sports 1 Major League Baseball in uh, Detroit. I had one hell of a game yesterday uh, between the Tigers and the Washington Nationals uh, had a wonderful uh, broadcast, got to work with a producer that I crossed paths with earlier in my career. Um, I actually probably about 13, I think 13 years ago, uh, sometime, sometime around 2006, I actually went and observed uh, the director and the associate director of one of the games um, that this producer was working on, and lo and behold, 13 years later, he and I are working together. So that was kind of cool for me. Um, that was, uh, you know, it was a very great experience. Shout out to Bo Garrett, uh, my producer, yesterday for baseball in Detroit. Another good thing about being in Detroit after the game, I got to hang out with Bernie and his lovely wife, Tarji. If you remember, Bernie Samuels is from the uh, episode Old Friends, uh, the Old Friends episode of the Bryant Land Country Podcast. Every time I go to Detroit, you know, we get to hang out. Um, a lot of times it's just family, you know, hanging out with him. Like I said, his lovely wife, Tarji, the kids. Uh, and they always, you know, take care of me whenever I'm there in Detroit. So last night we had a chance to get out. And um, well, Saturday night, by the time you guys listen to this, um, we had a chance to get out, you know, just an adult night out, hang out, enjoy ourselves, no kids, uh, and then take in the sights of uh, Detroit. And let me tell you, the, uh, the sights the people of Detroit did not disappoint. Um, you know, there's a lot of things going on downtown in Detroit. They're, you know, pushing out a lot of the old and in with the new, if you know what I mean there. And so you get some very uh, eclectic and interesting looking people that um, are down there in the nightlife in Detroit. So we had a good time. Like I said, it's always great when I get a chance to hang out with them you know, going to Detroit, you know, had a great crew on the broadcast and I got to hang out, you know, with some great friends. So that makes for a great day for me. Now, as for the podcast this summer, a lot of the episodes here coming up, uh, the last episode, uh, or should I say, I guess the uh, 
episodes here in July. I'm looking at my calendar, and today is actually the last day of June as I'm recording this. So when this first episode drops, I will be in July. And, you know, in July, you know, I can tell you guys it's going to be a few short episodes um, with me just covering some topics, um, that some things that uh, I've been through uh, in my hunting career, you know, some stories, some experiences that I'm going to share with y'all. We're going to try to get a couple of interviews in in uh, July, but basically, you know, you guys have done a great job supporting the podcast, but it's summertime. You know, I want to do some things with my kids when I have some time off um, after I finish this stretch of work. You know, I'm going to have some uh, time off to get some stuff done on my property and hang out with my kids. So, you know, I'm going to still give you the great podcast that you've gotten accustomed to so far this year. Uh, Just may not be with as many guests through July. And then when August hits, obviously, we're going to be talking about deer and deer hunting. So we're going to get some guys on here uh, that's going after them deer real hard, get some uh, tips, get some uh, stories. You know, gearing up, getting ready for deer season. I mean, hell, August will be here before you know it. And deer season opens in South Carolina in August and then right back in Georgia in September. I think the second week of September, if uh, I remember correctly. I was looking at my calendar the other day because I'm trying to figure out how I want to plan my hunts coming up uh, for the deer season this year. So, like I said, July is going to be me and more me stories, uh, some things that I've kind of, like I said, went through myself doing um, my uh, hunting career and just, you know, stuff I've kind of figured out on my own uh, through trial and error and uh, the experience is the best teacher, as we all know. So we're going to cover those things, um, like I said, and then we're going to try to get, you know, maybe one or two guests in July and then when August hits, boom, we're going to go right into deer season. Now, in this episode, I want to talk about my first hunt. And, you know, I know for a fact, like, on this podcast, I haven't talked much, you know, about a lot of the hunts that I've been on. Uh, you know, I covered my turkey hunt this year uh, when I finally got a turkey uh, after four opportunities. I only had, like, four chances to get out. Um turkey hunting and god bless it i only was able to you know be successful on one of them but i want to talk about uh today in this episode my first hunt and my first hunt was in october it was a hog hunt down in south georgia and man i was excited Uh, my son came with me um it was a bow hunt we Went out with a fella down in uh, South Georgia, Bubba Addison. He took us out, and he ran the dogs. Had a a great pack of hounds that flushed out a a very nice hog for us. And we got to put the damage down um, with a bow. But like I said, it was back in October, October 2015, and... Man, it was great. Like I said, we got up, me and my son, we got up at probably about 4 a.m. We left our house, uh, made the drive down outside of Macon, um, near the Okamogi Okamogi Swamps down in South Georgia. And, I mean, by the time, you know, we got down there, got everything set up, I mean, just 
being in those swamps down there and having those hogs. I mean, we got on the back of the ATV. We rode in to the spot, you know, where he had already um, had some hogs, you know, that scouted out, uh, showed sign uh, that they were down there. So, like I said, we took the ride down there. Man, I just remember, you know, we were riding down, and those dogs were yapping. They were yapping and yapping and yapping and just barking and yapping and barking and yapping. And I'm looking at my son. He's looking at me, and, you know, our blood is boiling. You know, our blood's getting uh, boiling, you know, hair standing up on your arm. I mean, you're getting excited, adrenaline pumping. Um, and, I mean, we get to the destination. We stop. He lets the dogs out, and all of a sudden, there's a silence. And, I mean, it was a quick silence. I mean, you could hear almost a leaf drop right on the ground out there. Opens up the uh, container for the hounds, let them out, and they just take off. Silence. So we're kind of just kind of, you know, waiting around, waiting to see what happens. Um, we saw, you know, one hog kind of like cross the road, like maybe six, 700 yards down the road. And then we waited like another couple minutes. Uh, we kind of, just kind of walking around a little bit. And then the next thing you know, you just hear the dogs going off again. They, they were going off. Well, they were going off because they got on a hog and we're running through the woods, you know, trying to catch up with them. And if you've never hunted hogs with dogs, man, I'm telling you, it, it, I recommend you doing that. If you've never done it before, it is probably, in my opinion, one of the top bucket list things that I suggest that you do. Because, man, once them dogs start yapping, and like I said, that silence turns into them yapping and going after the hogs, man, it is a sight to see. So we're running through the woods. We're getting, you know, going through thickets and all this kind of stuff, running through mud and, you know, pits and puddles and all kind of other stuff. And then finally we caught up with the dogs and they had the hog bait. Now, like I said, in the situation like that, he had hounds. So they weren't catch pits. Some people... When they run dogs on uh, hogs, they have catch pits, and the dogs will go, and they'll grab, you know, the hogs by the ear, get a hold on them, and, you know, you can go in with a knife and stab the hog, finish them off, get in real nice and close up, close and personal. Like I said, we had hounds that day, so the hounds just bait up the hog, and then, you know, the hogs are nipping, you know, he's nipping at the dogs, but basically his attention was on the pack of dogs. They weren't worried about me. They weren't worried about what we were doing. So we get in there, you know. So now this hog, you know, obviously is pissed, and we got to get him down. So, you know, I get in maybe 10, 15 yards, draw back my bow. First time I've ever drawn back my bow on a live animal, you know, and after months and months and months of practicing, moments here. All right, I'm getting ready to draw my bow back, getting ready to take a shot. Man, we're going to put this animal down. It's time to go home now. Man, I let that arrow through. I let that arrow fly, and I thought that I was aiming, you know, right behind the shoulder. Nice double lung action. Man, that thing went right through his neck. 
And obviously, and honestly, it happened so fast, I didn't even realize that it went through his neck until we recovered it. But, you know, like I said, I had to practice, I practiced, ready for the moment, and with the adrenaline and running and everything, and I draw back, I thought I had a perfect shot, double lung pass through. Nope, right through his neck, pass through. Hog went maybe another 15, 20 yards. And piled up. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was how I got my first hog on my first hunt. And it was an exciting time, man. It it, it was exciting. But like I said, it happened so fast. And the adrenaline, you know, build up was just tremendous. And it just goes to show, man, you can practice. You can practice. You know, you we worry when we – as bow hunters, we worry about so many things. And, you know, we want to try to be overprepared. Almost. And, you know, we always talk about being ready for the moment and being, you know, prepared and all this other stuff. But, man, when that moment of truth comes, when it comes time, when it when it's go time, when it's business time and you got to put an animal down, all that stuff kind of goes out the window. You know, you got to you got to try to collect yourself, make the shot. And then so you can do what you got to do and get that animal. So I was very fortunate. And another thing. You know, when you're doing a bow hunt, when you're running dogs, another thing that, you know, I know that was in the back of my mind the entire time was, golly, man, I do not want to hit one of this man's dogs. You know, and, you know, a lot of people will not let you bow hunt, you know, when, when you're running dogs for that same reason. But, you know, thank goodness I wasn't reckless. Um, you know, dogs, obviously, hell, they knew what they were doing a lot better than what I was doing. Um but, you know, we got it done. I didn't injure, you know, any of the dogs. The dogs had a few cuts on them from the bull, uh, from the boar hog. And it's amazing how, you know, fast those animals, I mean, they, they stick and move. Like, I had no idea that some of those dogs had got cut up as bad as they did. But, man, they, they stick and move. And so, you know, like I said, I put it, I drew back, put the broadhead, you know, through the neck, got the hog down. My son was there with me. I mean, it, it was a great time. We dragged the hog out of the swamp, got him back to the shed, skinned him, cut him up. You know, my son got a chance to, for the first time, you know, help, you know, in skinning the hog and cutting him up and things like that. So, I mean, it was just a really great bonding experience um it's something that i look forward to doing it again um i mean it was just it, it was a great time and that is basically how it happened on my first hunt and since that day you know in october of 2015 since that day i've been hooked um you know and it's been well documented, you know, I've gone on the duck hunt, goose hunt, you know, obviously deer hunt, uh, deer hogs and turkeys with a bow, duck and goose hunt with a shotgun. And, you know, like I said, that was the day that I officially became hooked. It was the first day that I got to draw back on an animal, you know, make a kill, bring the animal home, get them taken care of, all that good stuff. And that hooked me ever since. So, you know, when you start listening to this podcast, man, feel free to drop me an email 
ab3bryantland at gmail.com, ab3bryantland at gmail.com. Drop me an email. I'd love to hear about your first hunt. I'd love to hear the stories and memories that you guys and gals have had about the first time that you went on a hunt the first time, you know, that you were able to harvest an animal, make a kill. And it doesn't have to be with a bow. I mean, it could be with a rifle. It could be, you know, when you're out duck hunting with a shotgun, whatever, predator hunt. Like, I don't really, it doesn't matter, you know, what kind of hunt it was. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a bow hunt, but I would love to hear from y'all, you know, either, like I said, an email, send us a um, an instant message or a direct message on uh, Instagram, you know, at official Bryant Lamb. But, man, I would love to hear stories and love for you guys to share the story of your first hunt. Um, so hit me up, like I said, ab3bryantland at gmail.com or on Instagram at official Bryantland. Now, if you're anything like me, the good thing about these uh summer podcast that i'm doing where i'm discussing a couple topics here and there is that they won't be that long you know you can get some quality podcast audio listen to it get in consume it and then get back out so these summer format podcasts like i said they're going to be a little bit different i'm going to cover a couple topics i think next week i'm going to um just talk about my experience with food plots over the last few years um, and then, you know, maybe we'll jump into something else. I don't know. I mean, it's a free-flowing thing, man. I, I don't, you know, back myself in a corner. But I think that's what I'm going to do next week unless I get a guest. And in that case, if I get a guest, then I'll bring the guest to you. So that's what these uh, summer formats are going to be about. Real quick, before I do wrap this podcast up, one thing that just popped in my head, the Patrick Durkin um episode last week where he came on and talked about his article that he wrote you know is hunting too white it, it it touched a lot of nerves and for the most part i can say that you know i received you know civilized feedback and when i say civilized i mean you know people articulated their points um definitely not a lot of people you know saw the perspective that Patrick saw or agreed with some of the things that I had to say about, you know, what Patrick saw, but it was the fact, you know, that it was civilized and it didn't get out of hand. And man, I, I just appreciate that. You know, we're not on, we're not going to always agree. All right. But in not agreeing, like I said, we don't have to get ugly with one another. And for the most part, you know, people kept it clean um, I tried to articulate a few points. Some people didn't get it. But, you know, what I really, you know, want to say to everyone that's listening or everybody that listened to that uh, episode and maybe listening to this episode, thank you. Um, it's one of the, was one of the uh, highest downloaded episodes that we've had so far. So, as always, on the uh, Bryantland Country Podcast we appreciate your support. Now, that's going to be all for me this week. That's all I got for you guys. Like I said, I appreciate your support of the Bryantland Country Podcast. We have had growth and downloads and listens every month. So hopefully we can keep that going here. Like I said, I appreciate you guys' support. Make sure if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, you give us that uh, five-star rating and shoot us a review. 
Uh, we love to get those. Make sure you're checking out BryantLandCountry.com, getting your merch, reading the articles, listening to the podcast on there. And we will catch you guys next week here on another episode of the Bryantland Country Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Bryantland Country Podcast, hosted by AB3. Please leave us a positive review and five-star rating on iTunes. Be sure to check out our podcast section on our website, bryantlandcountry.com, for previous podcasts. Check us out on Instagram at Official Bryantland and Twitter at 3 Bryantland. This has been an AB3 Media Production. Join us next time for another edition of the Bryantland Country Podcast.